When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Action! Hi everyone, it's Em and Liv, and we're your meta sidekicks! Today we're going to be talking about parallel universes and alternate dimensions and the probability, possibility, and metaphysical shenanigans that go along with it. We're sorry in advance. Because <laughs> uh, doing the video, the video is going to be very hard for me to edit because Liv and I were on something. Yeah, and today I'm not shooting rainbows out of your butthole. I'm uh, death incarnate itself. This is podcast number two for the day. And I don't remember what I said about parallel universes and dimensions. I do, and I have it in front of me. There's no way that you actually do, though. But before we get into it, I need you. To, I need. I need to explain this in a like simplified manner of why we are doing this. Because in the video, we literally just start going ham out of nowhere, and everyone's like, "Okay, but what are we talking about?" So. We are going to be covering parallel universes and timelines. And the reason why we have this idea to do this topic is because this one day we were in Liv's, living, okay, we were in Liv's house in some weird room that we do recording in. I don't know what the room is called, but we, we were there. And all of a sudden Liv was like, there's this man here. And uh, he tells me that he's your future self. And at that point, that's when we were asking him about the future. Because if you have a future self, that is weird because we are living it here and now and everybody says that you're going to die and then go into your next life as a human being right so that would mean that you don't have any of these like choices because they would already be laid out in front of you so you've already made all of the choices so how would you have free will right we should also preface this that we're with psychic mediums <laughs> So when a man you, was in my house... Let's get real, okay? If you don't know we're psychic mediums and you've decided to click on this one as your first one, please go to a different one because your brain is going to hurt after a while. Oh, no, no, no. I think you should 100% go with this one because the only scientific backing is the fact that we have bachelor's degree in <laughs> arts and biology and are psychic mediums. And if you are somebody that is going to school for like physicist stuff and yeah. cosmology in the universe... Maybe you'll get a giggle out of this. <laughs> yeah, so basically we figured out that we have future selves and it created this idea of how can we have a future self and still have free will? How did like we get this result of a future self based upon the choices that we make? 
and we asked this to my future self and what he explained is every decision that you make essentially creates like a parallel universe so you're living this life where you have made a specific decision let's have an example of you chose to have this very specific career so an opportunity came to you and you took it however you also have created a parallel universe where you did not take that job you did not take that career so you're living a completely different life in a different parallel universe so you do have free will because you have the ability to make all of these decisions, but you're still going to lead to the same results as this future self because the decisions that are coming your way, you make both the decisions. So the result of both of these things is in fact your future selves. So that's why we kind of got into this topic of parallel universes and parallel timelines. So yeah. It freaks me out because Em's like, did you know that there's psychic mediums on the internet that do future self-readings? And I was like, that is absolute fucking baloney because the future hasn't happened yet. And we like to talk about spiritual spankings and this is fucking one of them for me because they're like, everything is happening. The past is the past, the present is the past, and the future is the, the past. Everything happens simultaneously. It has happened, is happening, and was happening or will be happening all at the same time. You, however, are just stuck in this physical existence of it happening now. So, good luck with that. And I was like, my mind is an enigma and I don't want to be here. So yeah, it was really funny because when we were in this room talking to my future self, I was literally asking Liv because she was talking to my future self for me, all of these questions that were inside of my head that I thought Liv understood based upon the answers in which my future self was giving her. But she kept saying, he says that this is going to make sense to you, but it doesn't make any sense to me because he was giving very simple answers because explaining something this big to someone who has no context of what we're talking about would be hard. So when we were doing the video, I thought that Liv had an understanding of what we were talking about when in fact she did not, which is why she was supposed to do the research. Well, it also annoys me because I thought I saw the first time our future selves of me being the boy and you being the girl. Maybe there is one. I know. A parallel universe. I get that. Oh, okay, I got it. But the it flip flopped. That's why when I was talking to your future self as you a boy, like, why are you a boy? And that was your thoughts the entire time. The entire time. <laughs> so all of these weird like universal ideas that I was talking to him about that I did not explain any context to you whatsoever. You were just flabbergasted by the fact that he was a boy. Because I was like, I thought I was gonna have a penis. I am so confused. What is happening right now? Well, and I know M says that when you make a decision or don't make a decision, like you make a decision in this timeline, there's another timeline or alternate universe in which you make the opposite decision. That is not like it's all happening right now, non-physically in this earth. It's that there are a large amount of numbers of other replicas of our universe out there in which those abilities to have the opposite thing or choice happen is plausibly here well you you keep telling you keep, okay when we first did the video you asked me if there were two earths and i don't see the fact that there are two earths because i view the earth as a soul and i don't think souls can split but to explain it to a physical being 
explaining something that is separate and split makes more sense, which is why they are explaining it to you in that manner that there are multiple Earths. The way that I kind of view it is it's almost like if you had a piece of paper, you have the Earth where it starts on at like existence, like baby Earth exists. Oh, where? Oh, where? And then each Earth. Each decision that has happened on Earth as a soul, it's like you fold a piece of paper over it and you create this quote-unquote new Earth. There's still the same kind of Earth, same soul, same being, but now there is this fold in the paper that explains a different story and it keeps folding and folding and folding and folding. Yeah, but that's like your higher self. When we see our higher selves, it's like the panorama sort of infinite mirror of people that Mm -hmm. create that one giant thing yeah but i don't think that they're separate i think that they're one (laughs) they're just aspects of the one it's like telling you about your nose your nose is a part of you but yeah she's just staring at me with blinks (laughs) in her eyes i'm sure that what i say is going to make sense to somebody and what you say is going to make sense to somebody because because that's that's what we do (laughs) that's why we're twin flames yeah, we went to go give one of my friends a tarot versus psychic medium reading. And if you guys don't know what that is, that's where I'm a psychic medium and Emma's also a psychic medium, but she reads tarot because <laughs> like I, I to don't. Explain that. <laughs> where I'm a psychic medium and, and Emma is also a psychic medium. He, she, wumbo. <laughs> Anyways, while we were giving a reading in, uh, to our friend and the dissertation of wombology, at the very end of the reading my friend is like I really like that because what you were telling my daughter and me literally were the same things only Liv said it one way and didn't have cards so you have that wow factor of how is she just pulling this out of nowhere and then M said the exact same thing but in a different way and we had the ability to look at the cards which makes it seem like the information is coming from somewhere Mm -hmm. and it allows you to ground yourself in what you guys are saying oh is that what people think (laughs) and the fact that what you're saying matches up but you're two completely different people and i saw that m and olivia were not paying attention to either of what they were saying during this because it's like they were in la la land while the other was talking people should really figure out the meanings of tarot cards and then watch me do a reading and tell them that the meaning of the card means nothing and i'm saying something completely different (laughs) so their idea that it comes from that card is not true so (laughs) physical things help people but anyways that's what we're gonna do with parallel universes today you're welcome yeah except we're switching you're gonna do the physical separation thing and i'm gonna do the spiritual separation is an illusion thing yeah because i started this whole thing with like okay i i guess there can be other like universes because the way i researched this is the way that i could possibly find it which is science and we're gonna add our spiritual take onto it because you know everything physical is also spiritual and energy is physical and non-physical whether you believe in spiritual stuff or just non-physical energy so the first thing i asked em in the video was do you think that there can be another version of earth somewhere and she was like what and then proceeded to draw two earths with video cameras pointing at them actually i drew one earth with multiple video cameras pointing (laughs) there we go so my idea based upon Liv's question yes (laughs) a fart that's what you had to base anything on which is crazy because I already had this like idea which is why I was like what do you want me to talk about because we normally just talk about a very specific location and you're like telling me to explain the relativity of 
existence itself where would you like me to start which is why she's like are there multiple earths and i was like there's one earth but it's almost like different stories are happening and the best way i can explain that is it's like you are existing wait i just got fucked what (laughs) they're like okay everything is happening but isn't happening all at the same time right yeah the spiritual thing that you're explaining is you can have multiple things physically happening and spiritually happening on one place or one facet of an earth because time happens in the past, the present, and the future. It has, hasn't, and is happening all at the same time. So you don't actually need one earth to exist at all. You don't need more than one is what I mean. You can just have one because everything is, isn't, and was at the same fucking time. God damn it, no! So you validating my idea that separation is an illusion? Well, no, I get separation is an illusion, but also like no, that that there's one Earth. I don't know. They're just telling me that's what you're seeing, and yes. I feel like that it could be correct. But also, I'm going to talk about science, and science deals with physicality, and I don't know. I don't. I want to say I believe both. One of them's well, yes. going to have to give me cookies, and then I'll go to that side. That's why I was explaining it like it's the same thing because you're like, I don't think that's right. That there's only one Earth. No, it is. Uh, and it's also not because the way that your spirit guides are explaining it to you because physicality is easier for you to understand you take things for face value remember they're showing you separate things because it makes more sense it's the same thing of how you see past lives you see them as separate entities separate spiritual beings because they they are are but they're not yes yes (sighs) i don't see things as separate they are aspects of one thing i see things in a very complex manner i get it i past lives they are the complexity of a soul your idea of multiple parallel universes of earth being separate they're just aspects of Earth's soul they showed me what you see i get it now it was claircognizant and clairvoyant literally at one time but also my egotistical human brain goes i like the science explanation makes more sense to have lots of many things and all of those spiritual things come together from the physical thing like it like a pyramid all of the stuff has to happen at the bottom and then it goes to the top which would be spiritual so i'm gonna say i believe in both just to be that person but if one of them one of the sides wants me to go to theirs i will be swayed of understanding by political cookies gosh come to the dark side we have cookies so to explain (laughs) how i see parallel universes it's like you are a human being and you're put on an earth okay and the way that i kind of view time is it's almost like a camera that is replaying your life however it's almost like you have Mm, i'm sorry i'm so annoyed by this i know let me talk i can't i'm too upset no one knows what we're talking about let me explain please (sighs) okay so you are living your life on earth and there is a video camera videotaping your life and your decisions on this earth however there is a second video camera that is videoing this same person on the same earth but you make different decisions so everything is going to change in the movie however there's still one earth one set one person doing it it's just it's happening in different manners so it's almost like it produces like a VHS of your life that you've living now where you've made these specific decisions but you also are producing like a DVD that is like a different life quote unquote where you've decided all these other things and one of the things that I've also drawn on this beautiful like piece of paper in Liv's notes 
is something called the multiverse. So if you guys have ever watched Marvel movies, they started getting into the multiverse type of aspects. That's kind of how I view parallel universes. So each one of these like blurbs of whatever that they explain kind of in those movies is where one of your decisions or one of your quote unquote lives are happening. But every time you make a decision, it creates a new one and there's different lines going to each one of them. So that is where a lot of the time where we talk about time itself, time is already laid out. It's already happened. It already is happening. So these timelines, they're not in a linear fashion. They're kind of in a spider web almost. And they're just different aspects or different points of the spider web. And they're different points in time in which what decisions you are making. So that's why in a lot of our other videos, we talk about souls saying that time doesn't necessarily matter to them because they're outside of this linear stream of where we're at. We're in the linear aspects of time, living past, present, and future. However, when you're a soul and you kind of step out of our dimension of time, it is more of time has already happened, already is happening, and already is not happening because it's basically just you're outside of it so you can jump in at whatever time you want so it is happening for you it's not happening for you and it could be happening in a linear fashion for you and i know that, that that's like i basically just keep saying the same thing over and over again but the best way i can describe time is it's almost like you are in a river and us as physical beings being in the stream of time we view it as linear because the current is taking us from point a to point b but when you leave your physical body or if you're a spiritual being, you're on the banks of the river. So you can jump into this river at any time. However, it's a river. It's going to branch off in multiple different directions. So you can jump in at a different branch. You can jump in at the like the public way. Like it doesn't matter. You can jump in whenever. And that can be in the past, in the future, in the quote unquote present so time doesn't necessarily matter if you're on the banks. And that's why people think that time A doesn't exist and B is not linear. And then that goes into string theory. Yes, which I, <laughs> and that, which is why I thought you were going to talk about string theory. <laughs> but she didn't research string theory, I don't think, right? No, but I, I get the small smattering basic concept of it. And that's also why you were like, oh, that's why that one past life from our past life reincarnation video made sense of like why he wanted his name to be the same. Because yes. no matter any timeline that it happened, whether it was yeah. past, present or future, he wanted he his name me, to be the same. Because he showed me the spider web. Like he's outside <sighs> here. This is just here. He could literally jump into any points of this spider web and exist. So... Yeah, but you also, at this point in the video, you talked about the speed of light being time. Yeah, the speed of I, light is time, but they're also telling me the speed of light because you use video movie as a thing, right? Yeah. Fucking Einstein has been trolling me, and I'm sure as soon as I say that, all of these people are going to click off and tell me that I'm a liar, but I can't not... I can't not go with it. So anyways, you are talking about DVDs, VHS, Blu-ray, things like that. Mm -hmm. So a second ago you were talking and you might have felt that I wasn't listening to you, which you could be true. But also I was looking up the difference between those things because it has to do with the speed of light. Yes. So a VHS is different from a DVD because it changes the analog translation of the information to a digital translation, mm -hmm. which enhances the picture quality 
there's less room for errors to incur so or discrepancies variations whatever but then if you take a dvd which now is not analog but digital and move it to a blu-ray the difference between a dvd and a blu-ray is the way in which the digital information is laid out which allows it to have a crisper image so no matter if you're going from dvd to VHS or VHS to DVD, what's happening is the picture quality. And for people that can see things, light and the speed of light is what allows you to see things. Yes. So if you're living in the past, it's VHS. If you're living in the present, it's DVD. If you're living in the future, it's Blu-ray. Yes, because thank you for understanding. <laughs> that is how you view time, is mm -hmm. through light. And light is your ability to see things. Mm -hmm. And if there was no light, there would be no time. Yeah. But when you were talking about that, I was explaining that our physical realm. So the way, okay. I talk about something I call like the rainbow dimension idea, where if you think about a rainbow, each color is stacked in a very specific manner. And it is because the wavelength of the lights of different color are different. So the reds are usually a lower frequency, which is why they are stacked at the bottom. And then you have the blues and purples that are stacked on the top because they have a higher frequency. This is the way in which I view dimensions. So we are like, I don't know, orange, yellow, whatever. That is our physical time. However, if you go outside of this dimension, this yellow color, you would go into the green dimension and the frequency of quote unquote light, whatever they want to call it, would be different than it is here. So time works differently within that dimension. But you also have to go into the factor of rainbows are circles. The most natural shape is a circle. Dimensions go from like the center, which is this ball of energy, this circle, whatever. And then it just keeps having these rings around it. And that's how our dimensions kind of work. So when you have the first one that's in the center, then you have a ring that goes around it. So it includes the thing in the center and so far and so forth, which is why when you are in the spiritual dimension, you have the ability to jump into our dimension at any point in time, but you also have the ability to view all of the things lower. So that is kind of my idea of how time works in other dimensions it does not necessarily not exist it's just on a different frequency than it is in the physical realm did you not know any of this stuff when i was explaining it the first time no i had to be <laughs> sleep deprived and death incarnate to understand it <laughs> shooting rainbows does not allow me to do it uh yeah they're saying Oh, fucker. I really, I think it's hilarious that when I explain these things, they are, I have, I don't know what happened, but you didn't get it the first time. <laughs> no, because I was too excited to talk about the science way in which they explain it because I'm a person. And even though I'm a psychic medium, I'm still a person. Mm -hmm. And you were a fucking green ball of energy. Yeah. I don't relate to my green ball of energy if there is one as much as you do. I have a very complex way of thinking. So the way they're saying that this is possible too, and that it is just one earth, not many of them, is because string theory. String mm -hmm. theory is lines and linearity, but if you think of string theory in the way our existence physically and energetically is made up is of strands, and each strand creates a thread, yeah. and each thread overlays one another, which is how 
what I'm going to say later about the scientific understanding of the possibility or plausibility of parallel universes seems like it's different things if you were looking at it from a person perspective, but you need to look at the possibility of different universes because I was like, that doesn't, I'm thinking to myself, we wrote a picture of the different universes because there's different ones and they're all slightly different like genetic variances mm -hmm. which is why you're allowed to have everything like different strands of dna yes like different strands of dna like rick and morty they shoot a thing into like string theory strands or <laughs> into the hole and it makes a, a a little portal and then they walk into another universe mm -hmm. they're saying that the earth is like a fucking yarn ball yes and every single string is the opposite dimension or parallel universe, but it creates one earth, which is why us as a human only sees one perception of earth because it's, this, it's the strand that we see. It doesn't matter if we go out into space or find other dimensions. We're not going to because we as physical beings are constructed by the thread that we reside in. But there's so many different strands, and those strands are what make up the parallel universes. So yes, you're correct. It is just one Earth, but it's the perception or the facet of time in which we reside. Yes. And That's we, why you're separating them, because it's a physical thing to separate things. I know, but we talked about the picture that we drew, right? Of like the little swooshy things of like the galaxies, and then they're connected by fucking black holes. I was like, We did how? not talk about that yet. <laughs> I was like, well, in the video we did, I was like, how the fuck... Does only one Earth exist if those strands are those things? And they're like, the strands are the strings. You're in one string. Another string is next to you, but they're separate. But they're not separate because there's black holes and separation is an illusion. But here's this yarn ball. Fuck you. And I'm literally having an existential crisis. Yeah, it's really funny that I literally have been talking about this for a while. So, But you just had no idea what I'm saying. No. So when I'm talking to souls, I'm talking to people within our rope ball strand. Mm -hmm. But when I talked to your future self that was a boy, I was talking to something in the future of a different rope ball strand. Yeah. And then the one that I Which was talking it, to... It doesn't matter what side he's on, the physical side for you or... Because he's not in side. our physical world, technically. He's yeah, not in our whatever. strand. Mm -hmm. But when I was talking to the strand where I was a boy and you were a girl, that's the future life we're going to have in this strand mm -hmm. or a different strand. Yeah. I'm sorry. I really Fuck everything. did not know that you didn't get it until now. <laughs> no, no, I had all of those things when you talked to my future self the first time because that, that was when I was like, holy shit, because... As a psychic medium, you were telling me a lot of different things about my life, and I was, like, salty about it, because I was like, well, then free will doesn't exist. Like, that doesn't make any fucking sense, which is why I was asking you to ask my future self these questions, and he validated the fact that there are things that are set in stone, aka the decisions that are coming your way. However, you have free will in deciding what to do about those decisions, and you will split two lives based upon those things instead of living this one life where you make those decisions which is why he is a result or can be a result before i finish it i'm sorry i did not hear anything that you said because i was thinking about the plausibility of having different universes as strands and that no matter how hard we try we're never going to find another earth even if it does exist because it does exist but it exists in a different strand of string theory 
and time. And I, they're like, well, you're going to talk about particle explosions, right? Which is the Big Bang, which is what created your strand of time. They're like, but that explosion didn't just create your strand of time. It created all strands of time. And your understanding of it is the only understanding you have of it based on this strand of time. And when you do particle explosions... That would be the uh, core, the bottom, the bowl at the very middle of everything. Yes. the Big Bang. Yeah, but they're like, if it's what created all of the strands, right? And I'm like, okay, well, if it created all of the strands, then that doesn't make sense. I'm sure it can only create like one, like why, how is it separated? And they're like, you know how you're going to put your hand on this table right now? And it's separated because... There are particles that are repelling you, which gives you the feeling of being physical. That's what happens between the strands of your existence. Yeah. No! I can't. It's really wild to me that you don't understand. I'm <laughs> And really I was talking glad. to you like you understood it. That's why I'm like blown that you just... No idea. <laughs> I went to college. I have a PhD in learning how no. to fake it till you make it. <laughs> Literally, I talked to you about these things and you're like, yep, that makes sense. She had no idea what I was talking about the entire time. No, I was really upset None. that he was a boy instead of a girl. I really think that we need to uh, refilm some of the video <laughs> where you, you got... actually understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, God. You got more uh, more things to say about this before I go into the scientific aspect, because anybody that is a future physicist is probably already clicked off, but if they're well, funny like us, well, they might want to know that, that we actually maybe sometimes tried to science it. The only thing I want to talk about are the weird time spinners that uh, you were seeing that one day in my bedroom. Oh, I forgot. The gloopy man. Just let everyone know. <laughs> so Olivia came over for her lunch the one day and she took a nap in my bedroom and came out and was like, today is weird because I'm seeing this weird gloopy like paper guy in your ceiling and he's telling me that he's like weaving these strands of time together in order for us to do something and it's just freaking me out, man. And when she said that, I saw this thing, like this gaping hole in my ceiling. And there's this guy. Okay, it's not a guy. It's like this weird strand monster thing. And it looks like a spider or like a cave crawler from Avatar The Last Airbender. And it makes me feel like he's walking on these strands of the universe that you're talking about. And weaving things together and like maintaining these strands of existence. <sighs> Like we talk about angels and how angels have the ability to like rewind things. Mm -hmm. They might just help do that. Yeah. <laughs> they show me it's like when you play the harp, when you move a string, it vibrates at a certain way. However, if you play the harp or if you don't, you change, I think it's like the tensile strength or the tension on the strings. When you like tune it. Well, there's a foot pedal on the bottom. Oh, yeah. And you have, there's like three notches or four notches at the bottom. And when you're the playing- same with the piano. I think it might be different. The piano just like, so there's, uh, <laughs> I don't know what the harp is, but they're telling me this on the okay. inside of it. And I, so if I'm wrong, let me know. But they're saying there's like certain chords that are structured together in like groups and when you move the foot pedal on the harp it moves the strings slightly so that when you go into the next stanza or key change it changes those groups of strings so that's why you can move the foot pedal into different positions so mm -hmm. that it changes the outcome yeah 
that's what he says he does. Yeah. He plucks the strings but lays them over one another in a different way. Yeah. Did you not know that either? Disgusting. <laughs> yeah, that's what he was explaining to me. That what he does. And that's why I was like, he's really cool. I literally just go through existence thinking about nothing. <laughs> yeah. Ignoring things. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to ignore it because it scares me. And I'm like, you're really cool. Tell me everything about you. <laughs> because I have a very complex way of thinking. Information makes my brain feel really good. Needs stimulation at all times. Yeah, no, I like that. But also, it's a lot for me, so I just ignore it. Well, you know, though, when I like got done telling you about your past or future life man reading, and you were like, I don't know if I can go on. This is too much for me. And I was like, you just have to ignore it. No, he gave me the answers that I needed. Ah. I know that you had no idea what was going on at this point. <laughs> no, you told me. You were like, I don't think free will is a thing. Everything's already set in stone. I yeah. have nothing that and I can do. he gave me the answers oh, 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 okay. of why that's not true. Yes. So it was before I talked to the man. But you, I know you came to me and you were like, I just don't think this is Yeah, hard. because you Can't. kept telling me this is going to happen. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was like, you just have to pretend like it's not happening. Everything's marshmallow fluff. Just ignore it. It's fine. That's what Two I do. Two ways of dealing with things. <laughs> Two pickles. Sorry. Are you ready to get into your research? That's all, that's all I got for you. It's all it's on that piece of paper. Oh, God. I hate everything. Unless you want to talk about black holes that's on the other side. No, we'll save it for another time. I can't oh, you just save much. it for later because I, I think it's really cool. We talked about it later. Okay. Uh, something about cones. You wrote it down. Uh, conical, conical structures. Form. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. So, you guys are still here. The definition of a parallel universe, also known as a parallel dimension, alternate universe, or alternate reality, is a hypothetical self-contained plane. Oh, fucker. Self-contained. Motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, I have really have no idea how you didn't get it. And I, I was talking to you like you got it. I'm glad that I'm really good at giving well, people the impression of that I know what's going on because that's what Leo's do. I'm glad I explained it again so that people can understand and you can understand. <laughs> All right. Also known as a parallel dimension, alternate universe, or alternate reality is a hypothetical self-contained plane of existence coexisting with one's own. The sum of all potential parallel universes that constitute reality is often called a multiverse. So I look at the Big Bang and that's what I think creator source God is. And that's what I also thought the Christian God was, but I thought, I guess I'm wrong too. <laughs> Listen to our angel video. <laughs> um, so looked at the Big Bang. This is viewed, the Big Bang is viewed as a quantum process generating something called quantum fluctuations. And during this quantum fluctuation, the universe grew rapidly. And some of these fluctuations were frozen into things called classical perturbations, which are distinct regions of these quantum fluctuations being quote unquote frozen or slowed down. Because if you think about cell growth or any sort of explosion, there is a, this innate a mass outward projection of energy, but eventually it slows down because the particles can only move and travel so far until they're like, I gotta take a break. So that's basically what the Big Bang was. Made quantum fluctuations that eventually slowed down and 
solidified into their own distinct regions known as classical perturbations. So I guess I need to talk about inflation, and this is not like the stuff that the news is talking about. It's like quantum inflation, which is different, and they were caused by these quantum fluctuations. So in physical cosmology, cosmic inflation or cosmological inflation or just inflation, if you're cool, hip, and jiggy with the cosmologists, is a theory of exponential expansion in space, in the early universe specifically, so talking about the Big Bang. The inflationary epoch, or the point in which the Big Bang occurred, scientists believe lasted anywhere from 10 to 36 seconds and is singularly sometime between 10 to 33 or 10 to 32 seconds after this big giant influx of combustion. The following inflationary period after the epoch is the place in which the universe continued to expand, but at a slower rate. So inflation is this sort of secondary, slow-moving progression outward from this initial sort of expansion of energy, combustion. And I put that it is. It's like cellular growth. So in embryonic development, if you guys don't know, there's a rapid explosion of cell production and replication, and then eventually it slows down, and then you're born. But... By the time there is like fertilization of an egg, that is the quickest and most rapid cell expansion that there's going to be. And that's kind of the way you can ex- you can visualize, maybe if you know what that looks like, because um, you're in a biology class. That's kind of how the Big Bang was. There was these two things, or they're telling me multiple things that came together to create this explosion of cosmic energy. And then eventually it slowed down and then you had baby universe only. <laughs> And it doesn't, it's going to keep expanding, but not as fast as the beginning. Because it's being acted upon by another force. That's when you started talking about dark energy. Oh, yeah. Because you thought that dark energy was the black holes. Mm -hmm, But it's not. It's different, right? Yeah, because the way that they explain black holes to me, because a lot of people think black holes are like vortexes, like portals, like you can go through them. And I feel like when you were explaining the thing that you drew on here, you thought that they were portals as well because you were explaining how, what is it, the canicular form is an unnatural form? Oh, conical. Conical, Because it's in the shape of a cone. Conical form is an unnatural form. However, a tree is similar to that, which is why trees are portals. And you were like, black holes look similar, but there is so much crushing energy or gravity within a black hole that it would prevent anything from going through it so one of our patrons asked us what does a black hole sound like because there's a lot of like weird videos about black holes making these weird like i don't know flapping noises and (laughs) as a using my clear audience i can hear a black hole and it doesn't sound like anything it's literally the absence of absolutely everything the only time in which it makes a sound is when something like goes through it and when it goes through it it literally sounds like you know those like little weird things that prevent the door from smashing into the wall (laughs) when you hit those things and they go that's the sound that it makes yeah that like boing noise but it's only at the very top when things were to try to get sucked into them because there's an area Oh, they're saying that. Yo, oh, mm, they're telling me because people are going to be like, 
Vacuums are the absence of space. Sound can't travel through a vacuum. So I know, but if they have an atmosphere, they can make sound. That's what I'm listening to. They're saying that you're listening to the particles. Yeah. This desk makes a noise to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not that it actually makes a noise. It's that the particles create a vibration, which Claire, audiently, you can describe to people what it yes. would sound like and if I- you could hear space and vacuums get information based upon the sound in which things make Mm -hmm. so when something goes into a black hole it gets absolutely crushed because it's not a portal it is literally if you were thinking of vibration there's nothing here so when something goes into it it literally gets stretched and crushed but it has such a like dense I don't know form that it has this intense gravity that sometimes when you get too close you that's it Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i don't know i watched this tiktok that people were explaining that black holes don't bring things in unless you get really close to them then it's kind of like you can't evade it because of the gravity in which it has but when we were make the, making the video, I think they were explaining to you because you thought that they were portals that you can go through them like trees. But they're not. They're microtubules of the universe, the, the connectors between the strings of string theory. They are the structure of the universes themselves. Because the way that I see them, if you think of a heartbeat, you have the like, line where the heartbeat is, and then you have the in-betweens where there's straight line. A black hole is the straight line part. It's the part where there is not frequency. It is literally nothing. So that is the structure of the universe itself. Yeah, I was showing, I was telling M that it was the actin filaments of the cell of the strings within our universe. Yeah. They're the things that connect each string to one another. And if you guys know what that is, look up microtubules and actin filaments and cells and you'll see green red and blue dyed cells and those are the like steel girder type things that give structures to cells but it's kind of like those cellular structures are like the i don't know like the skeleton of a building they're the things that are built around it it gives it the structure but that's what the black holes are like the studs in the walls well no it's not even just the studs it's like the literal actual like boards that get put to yes the frames there we go that's what words are anyways (laughs) going on from there we're gonna recap once more about the big bang how it was a giant explosion of energy that outwardly created um things that are called quantum fluctuations and they were frozen into these sort of distinct regions by classical perturbations. Now we need to understand what perturbations are. So with quantum fluctuations or the sort of little regions that continued to explode outwardly from the Big Bang, there are temporary random changes in the amount of the energy in a point in space. And these temporary random changes in the amount of the energy of the quantum fluctuation are called classical perturbations. And in physics, this is described as a secondary influence on a system that causes it to deviate slightly. Now, for all of those people out there, the system is basically just an area that you can quantify by understanding its homeostatic existence. So for you, 
Your living room can be a system. Your kitchen can be a system. Your house as a whole can also be quantified as a system. So any sort of changes that are different from the normal usual happenings of your house would be those fluctuations within that system. So when scientists talk about a system, that's what they're talking about. They're talking about a, an area or sp space in which they can quantify and understand the normal happenings or changes in that system. So kind of like you, you guys are a system too as a your biological system. Your body can be quantified as a system. Homeostasis is quantified in between certain body temperatures. So if we're talking about Fahrenheit, because M and I aren't uh, across the pond and don't use metric, you want to be anywhere from 97.8 to like 98. I don't know, seven for your homeostatic body. However, if there is a change in your system that is from an external or outside source that has infiltrated your body or system, it's gonna change that homeostasis. So that's kind of what scientists are gonna be talking about in these next sort of blurbs I'm going to explain to you, a system and the things that act upon it. So back to the perturbations. So the quantum fluctuations are undergoing these temporary random changes called classical perturbations. And in physics, they are classical perturbations, a secondary influence on a system that causes it to deviate slightly. So the goal of perturbation theory in and of itself, or the understanding of these random little happenstances in a system, is to relate aspects of the motion of a given system or the things that you understand about that system, like your body temperature, to those of a nearby solvable system. So now we're going to try and figure out if you're going to use the same analogy I'm going with of human bodies. You have an understanding and a quantifiable information about you, yourself, and the things that go on in your body. Now, if you get next to somebody that you really like or you really hate, there's going to be changes in your system, whether that's blood um, pressure, temperature, or different physical features that are exhibited by you because of your proximity to this other person. That's going to be the different system. So the goal of perturbation theory is to relate aspects of the motion of a given system to those of a nearby solvable system. So we're going to try and figure out everything about the person standing next to you based on what we know about you and how you normally exist, given the ideas of what could be happening because you like them or you hate them. Is that a good way to explain it? Kind of. Okay, good. Okay. So the goal of perturbation theory is to relate aspects of the motion of a given system to those of a nearby solvable system. So there are various methods of calculating the approximate value of a complex function, such as the energy of an electron in quantum mechanics. It's first by assuming that the dominant influence is the only factor and then making small corrections for additional factors. So this would be like, okay, you have Mary Lou that's sitting next to you and you are smitten with her. You think she's super, super cool and your blood pressure grows up, your hands get sweaty and you have all of these other things that are happening to you. And they're like, okay, given this information that we have about the slight changes happening with you, we think that there's slight things that are happening with her, but also we know that because of your past childhood whatever, you have an affinity for blondes and she has blonde hair. 
That's going to be one of the things that they can try and understand about you given past things and like ideas to be like, why is the system changing? So those are the various methods that they'll use to calculate the approximate value of the complex, complex function. And that function is going to be those fluctuations and the perturbation that they're trying to figure out. Does that make any sense to anybody? I think so. Great. Great. So basically, I'm going to recap it again. The Big Bang happened, which was an explosion of energy that went out everywhere. And think of those explosions as like a buckshot. So if you were to hit a ballistics clear jelly doll thing, like in Mythbusters with a buckshot, that initial explosion of that, uh, what is it called, bullet is going to have all these little tiny little bullets shoot out and you're going to be able to see them in the ballistics. They're going to travel different distances and going to be different given the relation and the forces acted upon them when they hit the ballistics jelly. Each little tiny line that goes behind those ballistic jelly bullet holes where they traveled through, that is going to be a quantum fluctuation. And the forces that caused those little tiny bullets to go in different directions or the quantum fluctuations, because that's what we're relating it to, are going to be the perturbations. Those are going to be the reasons why the little shells in the buckshot went into different directions and slowed down and stopped differently. Now, this is where scientists think parallel universes are able to exist. There's like, okay, we know that the buckshot was a thing and we know that all of the little tiny BBs inside of it are also a thing. But now we're going to calculate without being able to see where the BBs are in the ballistics shell from the buckshot. We're going to calculate using mathematical variations of classical perturbance, given the ideas that we understand about our universe and our planet as a whole to guesstimate where those buckshots might be because we actually can't see them. And that is our understanding as humans of parallel universes. They're like, we understand this amount of information about our system, our solar system. And given that info, we're going to be like, all right, what is the plausibility of having other buckshots next to us? But we can't see them because our hands are over our eyes. (laughs) So that makes my mind want to die. We're Why? literally quantum fluctuations. And and if if the scientists are real, then the buckshots are somewhere else out in space. And they're going to be slightly different, like, genetic variances of our universe. Like, there might be an Earth that we have right now where all of the leaves are blue instead of green because of some other sort of weird thing. And that's what all of the physicists get real excited about. But then if you're going with MNI's theory of string theory of that there is only one universe, however, there's multiple facets of it, depending on the string of perception in which you as a physical being exist within time, then that still makes sense. It's just that the ballistics jelly is the thing and each little buckshot with the trailing thing behind it of where it traveled in space is the string that you exist in. And we're just trying to calculate the probability of where the string is and how many are there. Or it's the same Earth, but every decision that is made creates a fold in its existence. Which is the strings. Yes. That, yeah, you said folds. They're like, it's strings. Because I realize that, but it's 
it was by way of showing you that it's the same earth. So oh, no, I, I get it. So if I an earth here and made a fold completely over the same earth, then I was hoping that you would get that it was the same earth, but it lived a different life. Uh-huh. No, I get it. Okay. Because I was like, if we're a ball of yarn and each string is a different timeline that is happening, has happened, or is going to happen then how does that explain everything because strings are still separate and they're like you know that fancy art that was really popular a couple years ago where people are really good at drawing entire pictures without picking up their pen Mm -hmm. those are the folds emily's talking about it's all one string but they're folded differently which gives you the idea of separation but the folds are there and it's one string and everything is weird and you're about to go home and need a really big nap yeah, which is why in our first video, I told you that separation is an illusion and it goes way past the separation between our country and Europe. <laughs> I Nope, I get it. I'm on board with you. I'm just trying to gotcha. give the science people what they need now. What they need. Since you understand how this works, maybe, hopefully, if I ex- explained it as good as I possibly could... Now you're going, how many strings or folds in this string yarn ball of Earth is there? How many parallel dimensions or universes are possible based on our scientific understanding currently in the year of 2022? According to scientists, there is 10 to the 10 to the 16. However, this is limited by human understanding and our brain capacity. There could possibly be 10 to the 10 to the 10 to the 7 parallel universes or timelines or strings or however you want to explain it, which is interesting. So there are Stanford physicists, Andre Lindy and Vitaly Van Kuren, and they said that there's the limited, this, that's where the information of this comes from. There's two other people, but I didn't write their names down. So we're going to say Andre and Vitaly are the ones that mm, I read about. But again, there's two other ones that talked about parallel universes and their plausibility within our existence or whatever. Um, So they're Stanford physicists and there's a limiting factor. And this limiting factor of how many parallel universes is, is not only our understanding and brain capacity. Well, no, that is, it's literally only that because the, the, the total amount of information that one human being can actually absorb in their lifetime is about 10 to the 16 bits of information which is equivalent to 10 to the 10 to the 16 configurations of where another earth or timeline or parallel dimension could exist within space. So that means that even if there are more than 10 to the 10 to the 16 universes or parallel dimensions, the human brain can only distinguish that many. Yeah, and you said something about how your spirit guides were explaining how they were off and how they could be more accurate, but I have no idea what you were saying. Well, it makes more sense now because I don't know this for sure. I don't know what calculations Stanford physicists or other cosmologist people are using. But if you want to look at it from a a mathematical situation, we talked about the classical perturbations, which basically is just a super, super complex and fun jigsaw puzzle form of probability and statistics of taking I understand this information about this system, and if I slightly tweak it and say how many possible variables or things are there that could change what I understand about these set 
values of this system that I understand, how many variations could there be using probability and statistics? So that's basically what they're doing. They're saying, I understand this about Earth and our universe. Now, if I use this fancy equation of classical perturbations and probability and statistics, I can determine that there are going to be this many variations in the information that I already have. And then if I take those variations and add them to as many sort of combinations as I possibly could, I'm going to get the plausible numbers of 10 to the 10 to the 16 or 10 to the 10 to the 10 to the seven. So I think I forgot a 10, but anyways, of possibilities of how our earth could exist in certain circumstances that are slightly deviated. So they basically take this big, long equation of possibilities and then condense it down to a smaller one, which gives you an answer. So it's kind of like when you're doing PEMDIS, please excuse my dear Aunt Sally, of algebra, but then on steroids because they're physicists and they use imaginary numbers. <laughs> and some things cancel other things out because if one side of the equation mathematically can cancel out the other, that's how you take that big, long plausibility equation and simplify it down into something that can give you an answer. And then you take those answers and go from there. So that's basically what they're doing to figure it out. But my spirit guides are like, they're putting too many variables into the equation. And they are kind of messing it up. What they need to do is since they're trying to figure out how many Earths there could be, they need to not figure out how many universes there could be. They need to just figure out the Earth. And once they figure out the possibility of other Earths existing, and I know a lot of scientists are going to be like, you need to figure out how not just the tree in an ecosystem can survive, but the ecosystem itself. Because if the ecosystem isn't there, then the tree isn't there. And that's what we're trying to figure out, silly psychic medium of the internet. And I'm just telling you that this is what my spirit guides say. They say- Take that, <laughs> take that science. <laughs> my spirit guides are telling me it. <laughs> I have these voices in my head and they tell me that you're being they too fancy. The universe is secrets. God, we're going to be committed. No, it's fine. We literally talked about angels where I was talking about which God they serve. And everybody, and no one was been mean yet. <laughs> Except for that one guy, but I still have no idea what they were saying because grammar is hard sometimes. I don't even know what they were saying. Did you tell show, show me that comment? No, you showed me it. Did well, I? I mean, I saw it before you showed me, but I whatever oh i don't remember anyways i understand how absolutely flabbergastingly psychotic this sounds but they're telling me that you need to focus on just the things you can quantify about earth itself and then it'll be easier for you to get rid of the things that you're already adding to the equation by taking in all of the information you know about the universe itself and then using the equation to find it they're like you're going big to make it small and we know it doesn't make sense to you to do this, but you need to go small to make the bigger picture seem already smaller. And then that's how you're gonna be able to get a more constructive number. But also, does it really matter because we can only understand so much about it? Yeah, it's just a fun thing to do on a Saturday afternoon. It fucking is. <laughs> Which is why we're doing it on a Saturday afternoon. And talking to the weird voices in our heads and, you know. <laughs> no, there's not weird voices in our heads, but. Weird pictures clairvoyance <laughs> it's just being a psychic medium talking about the universe so did you guys like our i'm sorry i peaked a lot in this f f 
podcast but i'm just like yeah also we're a little bit higher because we did a collaboration so i lower it i need to uh eat some ice cream we have ice cream we went to the grocery store on friday Mm. Mm -hmm. i want to go to the place that i live by that's open till 10 or we can just go to the place that i live by that is we could go now (laughs) and take a break because your girl hasn't eaten anything today oh can i also say we sped read that in an hour I'm sure this video that I have, we probably have like two hours of footage. You're welcome. <laughs> That's because now I understand what I'm talking about and I'm yeah. not going to argue with you about it, which is why we should refilm some of it so that I can have uh, coherent thoughts in some of it. I don't know that you can need to do the research again. No, I don't think so. But the parts in which I'm like, look at this beautiful picture that I'm not showing the camera right now <laughs> to explain to you what is happening inside my head. Yeah. We should refilm that. <laughs> uh, it was a lot. So... Anyways, we hope you guys liked it. If there are any physicists or educated scientists out there or people that just get real excited and horny for science, you should write us or tell us something about it. Also, we forgot to do this in the last one, but the last one's going to be out of order anyways because everything's chaos. Um, (laughs) If you guys could leave an Apple review, that'd be fucking sick. And uh, I don't know, give us your best science fun fact or dad joke we've been going with dad jokes but people have literally just been leaving the absence of dad jokes and we literally ask if you're gonna give us an apple podcast review please make it be a good one because niceness is nice and uh also make it a dad joke because the best dad joke wins it doesn't doesn't have to be about whatever we're talking about i just need a really good dad joke like what was the one on patreon what about the leak under the sink but it's actually a vegetable or whatever the hell a leak is Uh uh-huh you know it makes me really happy something like that guys give it a give it a whirl and the best one's gonna win but we don't have one right now because you guys just keep saying also we love you too we're really (laughs) glad you like our podcast but also because you can't listen to listen to the very end are you listening go do it now if you have apple podcasts that's not me or spotify whatever you listen to us on i don't think you can comment on spotify i don't think you can either but you can follow us and download our things and tell us that you like us on our email or social media or other forms of communication that is digital and we love you we're your men aside no no patreon <gasps> i'm sorry okay yeah, her brain's moving about a thousand miles per second but and honestly, she's not taking a breath <laughs> my body feels my body there you go. Tells me it needs ice cream. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at lifemd.com. Read all warnings before using GLP1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, now without further ado, thank you to our patrons. Megan, Stephanie, Cynthia, Erin, Jalisa, Malbendel, Caroline, Stuart, Taylor, Alexis, B. Russell Sprout. Oh God, Russell, I hate you. Why did you do that? Amy, Noel, Issy, Zara, Haley, Francesca, Moonlight, Jessica, Mads, Joshua, Anna, Jessica, Haley, Taylor, Jada, Katie, Felicia, Destiny, Amy, P.M. Mandarin, P. Mandarin, I think it's P. Mandarin, Patty, Namrata, Ziggy, Misty, Living Susie, Noelle, Jocelyn, Leanna, Kate, Adrian, Leah, Nancy, Chloe, Astral Heart, Jen, Cindy, Pink Lady, Joanna or Jojo, Lily, Anthony, Elizani, Trinity, Because Jenna, Kara, Kimberly, Delilah, Judy, Hazuki, Byron, Issy, and if I'm saying that wrong, I'll say Ilsi. Chloe, Lena, Rob, Jennifer, Metric, Nancy, Christine, Astral Walker, JT, Savannah, Ellie, Crystal Lynn, JD, Sarah, Todd, Eureka, May, Isabel, Jeremy, Alex, Emily, Azale, Bethany, Maria, Haley, Idhara, Faith, Alex, Alex, Caitlin, Sasuke, Magician, Ciara, Lori, Mercedes, Christine, Terry, Christina, Sky, Marie, Sheba, Elise, Stephanie, Jay, Kiana, Tiger Lily, Chloe, Camilla, Natalie, Juan, Michelle, Mia, Joshua, Miranda, Veronica, Parker, Jennifer, Brian, Lauren, Shun, Esther, Brianna, Salvador, Hannah, Alexis, Aquarius, Natasha, Tiana, Izzy, Kat, Sydney, Kate, Ashley, Anna, Paisley, Sharon, Melissa, Raggle Maggie, Tuesday, Sarah, Cole, Mama Llama, Danielle, Susie, Lisa, Charlotte, Logan, Allie, Leslie, Danielle, Jason, Kyla, Practical Sapphic, Samantha, Janice, Angelina, Titus, Justine, Kathy, Ashley, Veronica, Eureka, Hitrich, Baby Chim Chim, Gibby, TMQ927, Lexi, Petra, Sinji, Liam, Jay, Pamela, Lucas the Spider Fanatic, Jasmine, Emily, Lolo, Keely, Lacey, Jinter, Ashley, Lanita, Kara, Sandrine, Kira, Jennifer, Paige, Rena, Samantha, Clarissa, Laura, Charlie, Brittany, Miss Alice, Nelson, Sarah, Ashley, Sarah, Angie, Julie, Colleen, Synth, Sherry, Hannah, Ryan, Amy, Tasha, V, JCLO, Leslie, Shelly, Grisha, Jay, Donnelly, Jasmine, Julie, Brittany, Paige, Marin, Christina, Christopher, Sarah, Connor, Alicia, Vanna, Amber, Cece, Joylin, Paige, Brooklyn, Courtney, Rita, Abril, Aki, Karina, Sergio, Katya, Asteria, Steffi, Brandy, Gaymeyer, Brooke, Lee, MM, Ashley, Dallas, Sarah, Alisa, Gannon, Veronica, Chris, Emily, Meredith, Lindsay, Beth, Ashley, Annalie, Tara, Brandy, Hazel, Marcy, Rosera, Megan, Faith, Jessica, Yasmin, Glow, Francesca, Amba, Brooke, 
Ellie, Maya, Flavende, Leanne, O'Corona, Liliana, Anya, Abby, Kayla, Sarah, April, Ashley, Cassie, Joanne, Keisha, Helen, Natalie, Alec, Sarah, Amanda, Tuna, Izzy, Katrin, Super Aru, Alexa, Gotkatsi, Shareholder, Sophia, Bria, Katie, Leanne, Bees, Brittany, Kendall, Shandy, Riley, Riker, Lillian, Jay, Lucretia, Kristen, Kima, Samantha, Erica, Ian, Vanessa, McKenna, Shannon, Cindy, Kylie, Mev, Trinity, Cass, Anthony, Violet, Peyton, Mac, Jenny, Laurel, Bradley, Sandy, Nas, Sherry, Katie, Charles, Flo, Abby, and Malake. Thank you so much to our patrons! You're all towels. Welcome to the Bed Bath and the Beyond. We Eventually, we're going to need to stop saying people's names. Never. We've reached many, many goals. And if you're waiting on those goals, I'm working on them. There's like five of them. We're really Stress. excited. No, it just gives them more time to work on the things they're going to send us to our P.O. box. I hope you guys send me rocks for my fairy garden. P.O. box is only open to patrons. So if you guys want to send us love letters, you can or do rocks. so by becoming a patron. I would really enjoy painted rocks <laughs> that I can put in my fairy garden. I would like ones with googly eyes. And I need like a long dissertation on who they are, like a beanie baby, but cooler. And I realize shipping a rock might be hard because rocks are, like, heavy. But that's what I need. Because I saw people in the Discord server painting rocks for their fairy garden. And I was like, I need you guys to give me rocks with your paintings on them so that I can love them. We just need to make a fairy garden and put it on Patreon. Well, yeah, that's the point. Once we quit our jobs, we can do that. Because I want to start a streaming thing with Janelle and that's one of the things I want to stream is creating little fairy houses and we're gonna buy a kiln and I'm gonna make little fairy houses for the pond in my backyard because I also want fish I was gonna say you don't have a pond in your backyard when I have a pond in my backyard that's gonna be one of the things we stream god dang it okay but when- also Jared said that it's gonna be in our second house he doesn't want to do it here but we also need a little fence around it because my uh, dog will fuck shit up mm. When we become successful and can quit our jobs... And have a fairy garden in our backyards. I just want to take over the world with kindness. I already told Emma about my diabolical plans to bring love and understanding to the world. flower child plans. Yeah, I'm going to take over the world. Yeah, our calendar things are labeled Liv's flower child plans and M's evil plans. Mm -hmm. Our Google calendar. (laughs) In case you were wondering who we are on the inside, that's why we're twin flames. So I Did you enjoy this? Telling people keep saying that I'm a golden retriever and M's she a black is. cat. No, it's because that's the trend: golden retriever gamer guy. It's what people want to date, you know. Why don't you want to date a flower child? Because golden retriever gamer boy is a trend. I might lick your face. And a flower child sounds like a hippie. Don't you want a golden retriever gamer guy? <laughs> I don't want a because gamer guy. I want a play golden video retriever. Games and actually have like... Exactly. Exactly. I would like to have a VW bus. But she was like... Liv was like, I, you can't call me a golden retriever. And I was like, yeah, but your hair looks like a golden retriever. <laughs> it's perfect. I'm a I lion. It's because people think that I'm a black cat and she's a golden retriever. Me. And people are like, this is a relationship between them and Liv. And it's true. Even though Liv doesn't uh, want it because she's a Leo and she wants to be pretty like a flower. I am pretty like a flower and I also And look a like golden a lion. retriever. No! <laughs> it makes me think about the dude that is annoying from the Twilight movie. They literally call him a golden retriever in the movie. And no, I'm not talking about Jacob. Taylor Lautner. No! <laughs> he looks like a llama. 
if you know, you know, because I'm now realizing that everyone's not in on that meme. <laughs> if you also didn't know this, I'm going to put this in your head. And if your children are listening, you're also going to do it. There's hand gestures that go with it. And if you were in band or camp, like a summer camp, you might know what I'm talking about. But Baby Shark, look out. Because that was a band song, too. And I don't know how it took over the internet. It really bothers me. Do you also have that weird band thing where you lose the game? I have no idea what you're talking about. If you know what I'm talking about, you just lost the game. (laughs) (laughs) Did I lose the game? The game is you can't think about the game. So when someone says you lost the game, you think about losing the game, in which case that's against the rules, in which case you lost. Happy llama, sad llama, mad llama, mentally deranged llama, super llama, drama llama, shama llama, moose. It has hand symbols, just like Baby Shark did too. And if you guys don't know, because you're only tortured by your children and the media's perception of baby shark, at the end, there's also grandma and grandma dies. Grandma's a person. The life's, the lifeguard a doesn't grandma save that got grandma. Hit by a reindeer. No, no, no. It's okay. It's baby shark. Then you have mommy shark. Then you have daddy shark. Then you have grandma shark who doesn't have teeth. So you put your knuckles in and sing the song. And then you talk about shark attack and that someone gets attacked by the family of sharks. It's probably grandma shark because she can't see and forgot her driver's license. And the lifeguard tries to save the person in the water. And it says... A sea bear. A sea reindeer. You have to sing in the song, we're out of time. Do, 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 do. CPR, do 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 do, and they die. It's kind of like a like a nursery rhyme, like "Ring Around the Rosie." Is and then about they learned that they needed an anti sea reindeer circle. And were your meta sidekicks? There's an alternate universe in which we never talked about Baby Shark and where people actually might think that we're normal. Normal. And you've lost the game. (laughs) 